Sophie Hardy and the Changeling Hybrid by M.R. Dale Narrated by Leona Hall Chapter 23 How to Track a Changeling In the blink of an eye, Kingsley found himself in a room full of monitors and keyboards and office-style chairs. Next to him were his three new friends and in front of him was a woman with short spiky hair, dark skin, thick glasses and a very striped shirt. Where am I? he blurted out. In a car, about to arrive here, Miss Sissons replied. Sophie took over the explanation as she could see Miss Sissons' misunderstanding. You are in what you would know as Shadow Technologies, the company that produces the internet implant. Kingsley looked briefly impressed, but his next question soon cancelled out the importance of the first. How? I was on the playground then. My head was killing me. We put a temporary implant on you, like they use in hospitals to calm patients down, Sophie added. So your actual self is on its way here for us to protect, Miss Sissons jumped in again. How do those cars even work? Yasmin asked, suddenly realising that it arrived at school within minutes and was about to arrive here once again, barely minutes after leaving school. I programmed them and I have lots all over the area, Miss Sissons began. It's like a taxi firm with an autopilot. There's no time for that explanation now, Clara interrupted. Kingsley, your mum has gone full changeling, which caused your headache, and we need to know where she might go as, to put it bluntly, she's potentially threatening every child on earth. Where do you think she could go? Wow, don't beat about the bush, Yasmin added, aiming it squarely at Clara. Kingsley thought for a moment and did his best to take everything in. It was no surprise to him that his mum had turned into a changeling. After all, they had been after them for weeks, but it was with great sadness that he realised that he had no clue where his mum might be. All those weeks of travelling around together meant there was no real special place that the two of them shared. Sophie watched in anticipation of a response, but all she could see in Kingsley was him getting more emotional with a mix of anger and sadness. I don't know, Kingsley said. Sophie could see he was getting frustrated at something. Come on, Kingsley, there must be somewhere, Miss Sisson said, without thinking clearly about what she was saying or how she was saying it. Kingsley couldn't make eye contact with her, but uttered a reply through grimaced teeth. There's nowhere. Sophie stepped in before anyone else could do any more damage. She had seen Kingsley get cross like that close up in the classroom on his first day, and she wasn't about to let that happen again. As a result, she escorted him to the other side of the control room and offered him some alone time to calm down and focus on the problem in hand. Meanwhile, Sophie made her way back to the other three. Clara and Yasmin were already quizzing Miss Sissons on what could be done next. We haven't tracked one particular creature for ten years. We couldn't track Desmerelda this time because she had no implant. Now she's taken off the one Sophie gave her. I don't know what to do, she said flustered. But the last one you tracked is the one we need to track now, Clara said. How did you find her last time? Yasmin asked. Sophie realised where the two were going with this and so added her question as well. How did you and Shadow know to go exactly where you went last time to take Desmerelda before any changelings could? Her mum kept us updated on her whereabouts, she replied, but she would be no help now. Why? asked Sophie. She died three years ago. That's the plan finished before it started then, Clara concluded. Sophie thought hard for a second or two. If all changelings were about to be woken, then would they surely not make the news in some way? Keep your eyes on the news, she said. 
People are about to start disappearing and we need to know where they are. Then we can find where she's gone and stop her. We don't need to watch the news, Miss Sissons realised. We can keep track using this. We won't track the changelings, we will track the humans disappearing. She ran down the stairs to the table where the girls had stood earlier and looked at the map. Tapping a few buttons, Miss Sissons pulled up the same map that she had shown them earlier, blue with green dots on. Here is, she began, every living person on earth, Yasmin interrupted. Miss Sissons scowled at her for taking her thunder again, but carried on eventually. She pressed a few more buttons at the side of the table and some dots disappeared, but most were still there. So, asked Yasmin, not getting where she was going with it. If anyone disappears, then we will know about it because their light will go out. Miss Sissons finished. Brilliant! Sophie almost jumped up and down with enthusiasm. What do we do now? Yasmin asked. Get back to school, Clara answered. No point getting our parents worried, is there? What about Kingsley? Sophie asked. He can zone into school and nobody will be any the wiser, Clara replied. You will need to zone into Mrs Jones's class though, Soph. Fine, Sophie replied, short-tempered. You'll let us know as soon as you notice anything unusual happening. Clara checked with Miss Sissons, who simply nodded. So every child on earth is potentially about to be wiped out and we're going back to school, Yasmin asked. We always seem to end up at school when something dramatic is about to happen. Clara and Sophie just smiled because Yasmin was inaccurate in her summation. As soon as anything happens, we just zone back to here. Agreed? Clara asked. Agreed, Sophie and Yasmin said almost in unison. What about Kingsley? Might it not be a bit much for him? Going back to school, he is dealing with a lot right now and you told Mrs Jones to tell everyone he'd gone off in an ambulance, Clara asked. Kingsley heard this and made his way back over to the group. If this is what I need to do to help my mum, then fine, whatever it takes. I also want to help you. You've been good to me these last few days and I never asked you to. Thank you. The teacher can just say she made a mistake. Sophie studied him carefully. While she had noticed over the week that Kingsley never really made eye contact with people, she noted at this point that he was actively going out of his way to not look at any of them. So, are we going back to school? Yasmin asked, trying to bring about the end to the rather awkward exchange. Yes, I'll go to Mrs Jones's class. You go to Year 6 and see what happens, Sophie replied. Message us straight away, Clara ordered Miss Sissons, who just nodded again in agreement. The four children smiled at each other, and zoned into their destinations. The Sophie Hardy Saga was written and produced by Emma Dale and narrated and produced by Leona Hall. If you enjoyed it and would like to continue to follow the adventures of Sophie and her friends in coming episodes, then please subscribe through one of the many podcast providers out there. The links for each of these can be found on our website. If you require more information, visit our many social media channels or if you would like to purchase a copy of the book, then be sure to check out our website www.sophiehardysaga.com Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy.